Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes defeated the champion of the Gurubashi Arena. They got a peek at the red crystalline object that they believe that the Death Knight that they fought was searching for, and they want a shiny new weapon. They're camped out at the Explorer's League dig site, trying to figure out what they should do next. Let's see what they decide to do this time as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Last time, you guys made your way north through southern Stranglethorn Vale. You encountered um, several like strange creatures in the jungle who were all either riled up or, or trying to eat you or whatever else. Um, you killed a whole bunch of giant mosquito bat creatures and helped out uh, Trag Roughhorn, the Tauren, and you encountered uh, Drac... I'm trying to remember his name. I actually don't have it in front of me. Um, Drac Battle Rage, the orc who was dressed in all of that um, uh, spirit man finery who was helping the dwarf carry the cart. Um, and you learned a little bit about Stranglethorn Vale and you learned a little about the Gurubashi Arena. And then after an encounter uh, with Trag, you went up to the arena and dealt with like the Gurubashi champion who you had heard about several times. Um, a very obviously undead uh, troll who was like you were cutting body parts off of him and he was still fighting and he wasn't bleeding and he was cold to the touch and all these other things. And when you defeated him, you saw that the ringleader on this whole escapade, this troll who, again, kind of pale of skin, flanked by several bodyguards, trollish, large, brutish bodyguards, um, had this staff with this red crystalline object at the top that he waved over the crowd. And uh, when you guys arrived, there was a fight just wrapping up, and it sent the blood splatters from the fight up into the sky and out over the, like, into Northern Stranglethorn. And then when you defeated this troll and very actual little bloodshed itself was really occurred, um, there was very little of a reaction from, and every, he was kind of disappointed about it. Like he, it was clear that he was visibly like, all right, get, get your treasure and get out of here. We have business to attend to. Um, you took a really bright red um, uh, battle axe, a little bit smaller than Butch's, uh, and Falcus took that. Um, and as you spent the evening at the Explorers League dig site, just south of where the fight had happened, uh, you spent, you know, you spent the time to attune to it, I think, right? Okay. And you felt your, um, I'll just say it out of game terms. You felt your health increase. You got a little bit beefier as far as your, uh, uh, your, your, your physical constitution goes. Um, and you have extra hit points now as a result of carrying this, this axe around, um, you wake up now in that uh, safe area just south of the arena. Um, 
the it's early in the morning you know you have the whole day ahead of you um, at this point there isn't really anything to accomplish in the exact location that you are but you do know that just north of you is the arena a little north of there is the entire northern half of the jungle and it would be a few hours walk south to get to booty bay what's the battle plan guys i do not know what the heck we, well okay I know what we should do. It's easy. We need to go smash that red crystal. Now we've got to figure out how. Well, we do know that uh, he is definitely weaker without his friends around him, but uh, how do we get that to happen? Use a distraction of some sort? <laughs> well, Ari might be a nice distraction for most people, but I, I, don't, I don't reckon... But that leaves, just, that leaves just you and me then to face him on. We we done used all our, you know, special, you know, fire and acid stuff on the... Wow, that, that big troll that makes such a big deal out of? He, he wasn't so hard to kill, was he? That <laughs> when you uh, keep out of his reach. Maybe we need more information on this troll. I don't know... If snooping around the arena, if they're going to be very talkative, they seem more of a, like, shoot first, ask questions later bunch. They told us to get out of here, too. They were like, don't come back. You won. Get out of here. I do agree we need to take him, but do we feel we have enough right now, or should we do a little digging? Head north and maybe see if we can catch up with some people who might know a thing or two more than we do. I mean, Grom Gaul's a pretty fortified base as far as uh, an outpost of the Horde. We could definitely see what's going on there. We also do know the other half of that uh, traveling, um, the other traveling party, the one with the with, with Trag and uh, the Orc. Um, they headed north to Grom Gaul to warn those guys. Uh, maybe we can see if I get some extra help from them. Um, that'll be interesting. But at least, I mean, I'm sure... They are not going to be happy about leaving their outposts, especially with this blood rage happening in the forest here in the jungles. Um, we're probably going to have to, if we, we know the source of it, but we need help. I, uh, I have a knack for persuading people, so we might, we might be good. I learned my lesson in, in Booty Bay. I'll keep my mouth shut, I promise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But, but Ari knows she's traveled with me long enough that that may not last long. We'll get on the road five minutes and you'll be, yeah. You make it a whole extra two minutes out of those extra hit points, though. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, I suppose let's get going north. You know, t- to me, I'd like to just get out of here entirely. But if that's what I wanted, north would be a way to go. We might find uh, another branch for Falcus to swing on. Yeah. Maybe this time I'll pick the pick a better one. Yeah, if, if anything, I mean, as we got closer to the arena and closer to that blood crystal, things went a little bit crazy and got crazier. Maybe as we continue to head north, we're heading away from it. Things are going to uh, you know, uh, wind down a little bit as we go north. That is not what our friends told us. It's just going to get worse. So let's be ready to get worse and none of them swinging on snake shenanigans no wandering off heard okay well so if we go straight up the road we're gonna go straight through those uh trolls again what do you reckon we do 
What do you mean? We left the arena. I thought it... Do we head back down to the camp? We had... We, we are... We're, we're in the Explorers League dig site. So, yes. I think that, if I remember correctly, the path split, and there's a path that goes away from the arena, so we might be able to avoid the trolls. The, the road, just to clarify, um, because it's been a few weeks since the four of us talked about this, but it's been... 12 hours since you get since your, your characters were there you would very clearly remember that the road um approaches the arena and like passes it in a way that um yeah if you were to walk along the road you would walk through basically the crowd who's either hanging out outside the arena or entering it or or whatever else um that may be a perfectly uh, valid path, or if you're concerned about hang- <laughs> like not approaching them at all, you may be able to find another. Um, but yeah, if you were to take the road, you would be passing the arena. I'm not familiar little... with this land, so I am not sure. I mean, we can do a little bushwhacking and just head straight north, dodge the road entirely, and dodge over the, the arena, try to catch up to the road straight north. Well, that looks pretty you know, mountain you to me. The cave at the back of the Explorers League camp, that was a dead end, right? Yeah, yeah it was. No, no uh, secret tunnel through the mountain? <laughs> now you're just pandering. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember very clearly that um, the only way through that cave ended with a, uh, a dwarf with one shoe on against the wall. There wasn't any further way to go. So to go up over the hill, probably. I mean, I rather I rather take my chances against an angry raptor or tiger than facing a group of angry trolls who told us to get out of the arena and not come back. We can get another trinket <coughs> pin. Pull out of the arena, go fight them again. No, like go get another uh, buy another oh. special thingy, Bob. That I'm pretty hey, sure you I guys mean, realized I... are nothing, but that's fine. You'll talk to Grifta again. Yeah, right. I feel like my personal, like Ari's personal vibe from the trolls is they try and lure people in with treasure, but they're not like actively lassoing and like dragging you into the arena. So I think we'd be fine going across as long as we don't like announce our presence. But I'm all for trekking through the woods, too, and just seeing what happens. Can we turn the tents into boats and, like, hit the water and, like, go up and around? Uh, no, you cannot cannot boat a a tent, unfortunately. I can't boat a tent. My survival is a plus three, though. Are you sure I can't boat a tent? Fine. Having been in flooded tents before, I can promise you that this is... <laughs> this the, the, is a bad idea. Yeah, okay. tents don't make for good boats. All right, do we do the path or do we let Falcus go forward and hack at things? Let's let's stick to the path. I can I can scout ahead of us a little bit on the road and just kind ooh. of... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Whoa. You know what I can do? Okay, I learned yeah. something. I learned something. I can make you invisible. So if we think we're getting a little, like... Sketchy, sketchy. I can go poof, and then you go whoosh, and disappear. How's that go again? <laughs> I like it. But, yeah. 
<laughs> so if we really, if we're really worried and we get close to the arena, we could, we could make you invisible for, I forgot how long. I think it's like 10 minutes. But I How many remember. people? Hour, up to an hour. One person. One person only. That's up to an hour. That's not a bad idea. Because um, I, I don't think if we, if we get close up to the area, when we start to notice stuff, if we can see the trolls in the distance, um, I've got that nice fancy spyglass. Um, then again, it's jungle and we may not be able to see through <gasps> all the jungle. But if you make me invisible, I can scout up ahead. I do have message as well to, to kind of give you a holler back or at least maybe use the, the horn of uh, silent warning and uh, give you guys one two for stay or two toots for okay. Um, and see how we go. Okay, but do know that if we're going this way, we are walking through strolls. We're, yep. we're not really trying trying to avoid them. We're walking straight through, and maybe you should brandish that axe you already won. Maybe we'll get spit on, but maybe they'll let us go, because we, we already done what we told them we were going to do. We already played their game, and we won. So that, like, like I don't think it's a big deal. I think we can go through, and we're going to be fine. That was I yesterday. All right. I like that. But I, I think we just walk straight up north through there, you know, flashing... Our, our winnings and, and just take the getting spat on. Make sure you guys wear your, your tchotchkes, your, your pens. Oh, I'm I, not taking this off, honey. Perfect. Okay. I feel like that'll, that'll get some weight that we, you know, we earned our dues. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we, I like yeah, that better. You guys can make this journey. I want to point out really quickly something that Ari would know and would understand about invisibility. First of all, it does require your concentration. So it's possible for Falkas to suddenly become visible again if you get hit and fail a a concentration check. Um, It does last an hour, but it only lasts an hour if Falkas doesn't attack or cast a spell during that time, because that would cause the invisibility to fade. So, like, message or... Right, yeah, even message would cause it to fade, because that's a spell cast. Um, Thirdly, being invisible makes it so that you cannot be seen, and obviously... But it also makes it so that you roll stealth checks with advantage. That's how that would work. Okay? Just so everybody's clear on this. For an out-of-game perspective, just so you two know, I chose this as a feat, so I only get to use it, like, once every long rest, so it's not something that we can, like, poo, you're invisible, poo, I can't hope for this. So, just for you two. Uh, that, so this is one of the newer feats. That may not actually be true. Let's go ahead and read this real quick. Um, feet, shadow touched, charisma. There was something in there about I can use it once per long rest, and then I can use it to maybe expend spell slots, but I don't know if that was this feat I was looking at or another feat. Yes, it says you can cast without spending a spell slot. Once you cast the spell in that way, you cannot cast it that way again unless you finish a long rest. And you can cast them using spell slots if you have spell slots of the appropriate okay. level. So, so yes, you can you can use them for free once, and then every time after that, until you sleep it off, you have to use your spell slots, but you can continue to cast it. So I can't full Oprah this, but I can I can kind of Oprah this. The other thing about concentration spells is that as soon as you cast one, that's the spell again. you're concentrating on. Yep. If you cast it again, your first one falls off, because you can only concentrate on one at a time. Just to get all that into the clear, I didn't want any confusion as to how, the, how anything worked. Um, you guys... Pack up camp, have a quick breakfast, make your way north. As you walk, you can, again, you you hear that the arena is rolling and things are going on, okay? 
Um, Falcus, you said you were keeping a, a close eye out, right? Correct. I'll take point. Okay. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. And I don't remember. Did you say that you were trying to use your spyglass for this? I remember you said something about the spyglass earlier. Yeah, I want to just get a as far ahead view of the road as I can just to see if there's any if the the arena crowd extends out to the main road that goes past the arena that we need to use. Okay. So from where the road if you look at the map, the road diverges to go toward the Explorers League dig site. And then north of there, it's a pretty straight way until the arch, like the archway that you guys walked through to get into actual Urabashi Arena proper, and then that's when it starts to turn. So for that distance, it's a pretty straight shot. So go ahead and roll your perception check with advantage if you're going to be using your spyglass, because you're going to have the distance there to take advantage of the spyglass. Wow. Uh, even with advantage, I rolled an eight. That's poopy. Yeah, on an eight, I mean, you see jungle... Um, it's early morning, you see birds flapping around, you see, you know, but you don't see anything that, that jumps out at you as being unusual. You also hear in the distance the general, like, dull roar of a crowd, but, you know, you're not able to make out anything unusual. Um, as you guys make your way forward, you do eventually reach the archway that, with the portcullis, which is still up, inviting people in, um, that uh, is your signal that you are entering into Gurubashi territory again. Um, I imagine you guys keep going. Yeah, I'm just going to put my axe on my uh, on, on on the shoulder, kind of keeping it ready. I will ready my axe. Okay, no problem. You guys continue to move forward, and you can see people, uh, trolls, coming in and out of the arena again. As you start to turn the corner, you can see the arena building there and the entranceway and the ramp that goes up and everything. There's a whole, still everybody like hanging out outside, either trying to beckon people over or, or, you know, keeping an eye out for things. Several trolls do see you. They, you were expecting like the angry response, but it's, it's, it's not neutral. It's like a little worse than neutral, but it's not aggressive. They're like, oh, yeah, there's those guys who wasted our time yesterday kind of a thing. But that's about as rough as it gets for you as you as you begin to enter in. As you make your way around, uh, as the, the road starts to turn, you see Lo Su trying to sell trinkets and things to passersby. Um, he's it's funny. He's like 80 feet tall or however tall these trolls are. They're massive pe- uh, people. Uh, and he's standing next to two really, really small humanoids uh, who are walking from the other side. They're, um, they seem like they're coming from the north. It seems like they're really close together as though they're either holding hands or touching arms or something. Um, and they're trying their best to sort of like scoot by Losu, who's, again, he doesn't stand in your way you know he's he's very salesman-y like he walks sideways along with you to try to sell you into something and you can see like from their body language they're like trying to be unobtrusive and be like no 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 thank you I'm, I'm okay um, and they're trying to sort of scuttle past him alrighty uh, do these people I mean they're not being accosted aside from just being a pushy salesman, right? There's, there's, they're being let through, and they're not being stopped or thrown into the arena, right? 
no, 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 there isn't anything aggressive happening here other than like a particularly aggressive salesman. But you, you've had interactions with Lo, you've had an interaction with Lo Su, and you know that he's from the time that you talked to him, he doesn't, he's not a violent person. He's just trying to make his money. All right, we'll just let him go. Just see that it's happening and uh, keep keep going through. Just keep heading north. Okay. Well, let's talk to these people, though. They said they're coming, they're walking south? Yeah, they're probably 60, 70 feet away from you, um, on the road north of you, headed south. After a few feet of, like, him walking with them and all that, and them telling him, no, 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 he eventually sort of like, ah, well, all right, I'll get the next person, and sort of starts to back off. And they hurry up their pace, and they're approaching you much more quickly. Um, You can see that one of them is a little bit ahead, and the other is holding the like the one who's in front is only in front by like half a foot um, and the one who's behind has both hands on the elbow of the one in front and they're both kind of hurrying along they have brown cloaks which are up over their heads and you can see points under the hoods that are like holding the hood up on either side of the head kind of the same way that you would if it was like big goblin ears under there or something so they're elves <laughs> maybe but they're very small they come up to like they come up to maybe knee or or thigh height oh so they're goblins or they're the other other things that look okay well again well Falcus see what they got to say just kind of like look. they're just trying to get out of here what are you what do you what do we it, look into it, information <laughs> they're coming from the north they're going to the north all right uh, i'll i'll sidle up to to these folks as they're coming towards it's like it's like hey you guys you guys all right uh it's everything okay they both sort of jump a little bit as you approach and say something to them as though they didn't realize that you were there now that you're close enough to have a conversation with them you can see Again, they're they're mostly covered, but you can see their hands. Their hands are covered in a um, like a short tan or brown hair or fur. Um, and under their cloaks, you can see that they have a little bit of a furry little face with a pointed nose with a brown, like almost like a dog nose on there. And as they look up to you to like, like, oh, there's a person here and they look up. And you can see that these are two Volpira who have this strange brownish red makeup on their, like on the upper parts of their cheeks. Um, and it's also visible on the sides of their hands. You can see like um, where their thumb and forefinger meet. It's like visible there as well. Um, the one in front looks at you and you can see in her eyes she has um, almost like um, oh how to describe this not not bloodshot as much as like you know how if you were to get punched in the eye really really hard you might have like broken blood vessels and like the okay. irises of your eyes aren't aren't white anymore they're like red like reddish she's got that going on um, I got beat up yeah, and as she looks at you, she doesn't quite make eye contact. Not at first. 
and then she finds it and she's like, oh, okay, right here. The person who she's almost pulling behind her, but not quite, looks up at you and it's he does he does not make eye contact with you at all. He's like looking up in this direction, but he's not focused on anything and his eyes look the same. Um, they say, oh, I, who, who, who are you? What, what are, are you? Are you going to try to sell us something again? I'm just we're just trying to get south. No, no, no. We're just travelers passing through here, too. We just you just look like you you might have needed a hand or just wanted to check up, you know, on a fellow venturers if you guys are, are OK. Are you healers? Are you, um, can you, can you cure diseases? Depends. Tell us what happened to y'all, friends. We, uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm, my name is Yilly. Uh, this is Joku. Um, we were in the jungles to the north and, um, uh, we, we were exploring out near, uh, out near the ogre mound. Um, it's out on the like Eastern side of the jungle. And uh, we got attacked by these um, these big um, mosquito bat things, um, uh. and you know we 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 fought them. You know we <laughs> we're 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 okay in a tussle. Like it was okay, uh, but they bit us, and um, well, it was. Uh, uh, the next day, it started. Things started to get a little bit blurry, and the next day, things started to get blurrier. And now, I'm I'm. I'm probably about a day or two away from being like, like Joku. He, we're we're going blind. He's he's been blinded, um, and I'm I'm getting close. Um, we're hoping that we can make our way down to Booty Bay, um, and and find somebody who can um, cure a disease because we've tried healing potions and um, uh, that's it, it's those are great for curing wounds, uh, but we it's not doing anything for our eyes. We we're we're trying to find somebody who can who can help us with a um. With, 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 we think, we think that we've, we think that we're sick. Um, and as you take a closer look, you realize that the, the brownish reddish material that was under their, like on their cheeks and under their eyes, um, is blood. Their eyes are bleeding, um, and they're wiping like their faces to try to get it out. But it's, it's like coating their, like it's dripping from their eyes occasionally. Um, and they are, um, as you get a closer look at them, and start to read their body language a little bit, you realize that they're shivering a little bit and they're a little sweaty, despite the fact that it's really humid out and they, it looks like maybe they have the chills. So y'all got bit by those bats, but y'all didn't die. Well, first of all, congratulations. They, they both give a half, a half hearted chuckle and <laughs> thank, thank you, I guess. Looks like we're heading back to booty Bay. Maybe we can take a boat or something up north back to get back where, 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 where we want to go, but can't leave these people, you know. If, if they go blind halfway down the road, they're going to get lost in the jungle. We got we to gotta help them. There are more bats ahead, I'm afraid. Um, how difficult would it be? I mean, they're Volpira, so they're half the size, they're half the weight of a person if we piggyback them and make due haste towards Booty Bay, get them there as quickly as possible, because... Who knows if this is even reversible? I mean, the kid might be already... Well, kid. Uh, I say kid because they're, they're falling behind. The um, the one who's already going blind. Uh, Joku? 
Yes, Joku. Um, they are both adults, despite the fact that they're small. Volpira just are small people. Brain just goes if they're if they're uh, being held from behind, but the fact that they are blind, I can see then yes, being an adult. Uh, so who knows if Joku's condition is even reversible? If we could get them there quick enough. Well, we um, if you if you say that out loud, um, Yili would say, uh, "Well, we 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 think it is. We we've had um, I have I've had a, I've had a, a, a little bit of, of learning on this. You know, you grow up in the jungle or uh, in the desert. You you learn some things about you know remedies and whatnot. Um, we do have these, and she pulls a like she has a bag that she opens, and you see um, a bag full of these." bright purple flowers and she says well we the reason we were out at the ogre mound in the first place was we we heard that they had some of these these herbs out there um they're they're called eyebright herbs and um we we went out there seeking them deliberately because we heard that there was um you know a, a blindness problem like there has been uh, other horde adventurers who um who uh, come in and out of Gromgall occasionally uh, suffer from this. So we part one, one of the things that we were hired to do as adventurers, like you are, is we went out to try to find these, but we, they're not processed. Like we, we, we have no way of, of, um, uh, of, of refining them in order to use them as you're supposedly able to make eye drops out of them, but I, I we, we don't know how to do it. Yeah. We sold the alchemist kid. <laughs> well, we wouldn't know how to do but it we- anyway. But we, right, we don't have the skill for it, but we do know somebody in Booty Bay who can. You do? Yeah, there's a pretty skilled alchemist uh, up in the upper levels of Booty Bay there. We can, I mean, if you guys don't mind, we'll, we'll I'm talking, I kind of indicate to Butch and Ari, it's like, it's like we're heading back to Booty Bay. But we do need those supplies, too, if we're, we're going to potentially take on that other task that we've talked about, that blood red task. We are going to need those supplies. Well, if 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 you are willing to help us with this, um, any extra of the eyebright herbs that we don't need to create the, if, if we can make enough that we can use some, and then you can have the rest, then I'm willing to I'm willing to part with that. That's perfectly fine. I think that'd be a, I think that would be fair. Well, I guess we're heading south then. I'm glad we spent all that time figuring out about heading north. <laughs> so we're, we're heading south, and um, well, uh, if it's if it's out of your way, you don't have to. I mean, I can still see okay. I see well enough that we can stay on the road at least. And it's down here has been a lot clearer than up north. So we we'll we'll get there eventually. I mean, it's probably going to be another day or two before I can't see at all. Um, and then by that point, we should already be in town. So if it's if it's out of your if you're out of, if it's out of your way if you have other things that you need to, to do I don't want to take you off of your you know your 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 quest. We're kind of meandering right now anyway. I think it's worth it to head back. Let's do it. All right. Um, it's not difficult for you guys to make this journey. Um, you've already done it. You know what the road is like, and you know the, the where you're headed. Um, and like. She said the the jungle here is thick, but it doesn't press in against the road. Um, so it only takes again. It's early in the morning. Um, it only takes I think two hours is is how long it took to get from Booty Bay to the Explorers League the first time. Um, this time, now that you are a little bit more familiar with the road and are 
willing to speed up your pace a bit, um, I would say that at a quicker pace, it would only take about an hour, hour and a half um, to get back to town. Um, and yeah, you you are able to do that pretty easily. Okay. I say we get these two to the alchemist first and see if we can figure out what's going on. You, why don't you, you go do that, Ari? And, uh, Falcus, you know this alchemist guy too, or is it just Ari that does? I can't remember the... Ari was more the, uh, intermediate, but, uh, I did go with her, so I'll, I'll follow suit with the, with the two, Volpira and Ari, and head up that way. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down, you know, to, to kind of the center of town, and, uh, where, where it's it's lowest to the water and I'm, I'm just gonna take my boots off and stick my feet in it a little bit okay um all right so you do that um around you you see that um there are some people who are moving in kind of an agitated kind of a quick kind of a way like a hurry up the boat's gonna be here kind of soon like come on let's get moving um and you take that to mean that it's possible that um Trag and Drak got down here and started spreading the word. Um, but you also see a bunch of people who were doing the thing of like, ah, whatever this is going to be. It's just a hurricane. What's the, what's the worst that could happen? Like that kind of an attitude. Like the very like, eh, we'll just close the windows. It'll be fine. So there's there's equal parts of, of both. There's an urgency and there's a, a sort of lackadaisicalness to the attitude of just the random passersby. Actually, um, if I was going to go talk to the alchemist, I'd like to go find Sly Garrett. Touch base with him. Okay. Um, so we'll do Luari next. Um, you are very easily able to go up to Boatrice Cauldron and talk to um, the alchemist there. Do you want to do a full roleplay on this? Do you want to stop and shop? Like, what's your What do you want to do here? Um, so I have the Volpira with me. I'm going to, like, walk in... Um, and just be like, hey, buddy, long time no see. Hey, what brings you back? I thought you were out doing adventure and stuff. Well, we did that. Got got some exciting stories. But right now, I am more here for you to hear their story. In which case, I would kind of point to the Volpira and have them relay what happened. Which we don't necessarily need to our play again since we already heard it. But Okay. Um, yeah, so they explain you know, their, their condition to him and they talk about their symptoms and all this. And, you know, he responds with, Oh yeah, you just need eyebright drops. That's like a normal thing to, I don't have any right now, but that's what you need. It's just simple. Um, and then they, they show him the herbs and he goes, Oh, well, I mean, if you got them, I'll just make them. There's no problem. It'll be like, I don't know. This afternoon should be ready. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. Where can we go in the meantime? And so then he directs them to the end and you know, there's a, a brief conversation about payment for their services and everything else. But he's like, yeah, pretty soon here, we're going to be able to get you guys all fixed up. No problem. I'll kind of like give him a wink and then head back down to, uh, see if I can spot the others. Okay. Um, on your way out, you do run into Butch, but you don't see Falkus because Falkus is in the back talking to Sly Garrett. Perfect. Um, you get back there. He is back in his normal hideout, um, you know, chilling back, chilling back back there. Um, and when he sees you coming, he goes, oh, hey, man, how you doing? Doing not too bad. Um, I'll show him the axe. I'm like, guess what we did? Um, I'm guessing you found that in the ground. I don't know. What did you do? 
Oh, we beat the arena. We headed up. We we kicked some major troll butt up in the arena. Oh, what I heard was that they were offering a bow. Why do you have an axe? Uh, somebody got there ahead of me. Hopefully, I can find that person. Maybe trade him. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, hopefully, that'd be cool. Uh, but so we are back in town because uh, we ran into some other ventures on the trail that needed some help uh, from the alchemist back here in town. But uh, we've got some more information about what's been going on up in Stranglethorn here. Um, so I'm sure you've, you, you've noticed and know of, and I, I see uh, a couple of ventures who showed up here not too long ago spreading the word about the craziness that's happened in Stranglethorn. Uh, yeah, I kind of had my ear to the ground on that. I heard some things. What are you, what are you looking to find out? Does the name Jindo bring any bells for you? I... Uh, Yeah, doesn't it to you? I'm just... Let's just say he's not dead anymore. Alright, well that kind of explains a lot. Cool. That's bad. Uh, Maybe... Hmm. Maybe those guys were right. Um, Those... The the guys you're talking about were that Tarn and that uh, orc who came through here doomsaying, right? Correct. All right. Well, what they had to say was basically that there was all kinds of like crazy blood magic going on up north, which happens here every once in a while. It's troll territory and they're all about the blood magic. But like that Jindo guy, he was the one who was summoning that blood god. Were you adventuring uh, in this area back not long after Deathwing ripped all the whole ripped the place up? Or are you just completely not like have no knowledge of what's what was going on here at that time? Refresh my memory. Um, I think at that point, that was Zulgrub. Well, yeah, well, a lot of it was centered around Zulgrub, yeah. Um, Jindo was the guy who was summoning Hakar the, the blood dude. What was his name? Hakar the blood god. Hakar the, the blood sucker. Whatever his name was. He was like this big, serpenty, like, demon-y, monster-y dude. Um, his whole bag is blood sacrifice and blood magic and blood power. Um, and, like... He was, he was fixing to get him like summoned to the material plane when a bunch of Horde and Alliance adventurers went in and killed him. That that this is all happening all at once, and you're talking about Jindo again is like he's been he's 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 already been killed like two times. I don't know how he keeps coming back. Looks like we're gonna have to do it again because I think he's he's working on it again. He's got the staff with the blood crystal at the top of it, his blood red crystal, and so we we went up there. They threw us in the arena, told us to fight. We did. We won, and then he sucked up all the blood from the opponents we defeated. Uh, so I think he's at it again, and things are gonna get a lot worse here if we don't if if this doesn't get dealt with. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's doing blood sacrifice. Uh, and that's what you need to do to, like, that's what every story that I've ever heard about Hakar is that that's what you need to do to summon him. So, yeah, that's a problem. Um, we did get some information that, uh, so he's got some friends hanging around with him, uh, that he is definitely more vulnerable when they're not. Well, yeah, but isn't it anybody? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> do you know anybody in town here who's sticking around who uh, could potentially, I don't know, provide us with uh, a distraction? I know I kind of I, I kind of glance over at the the fireworks building. I'm like, I know that would also cause a distraction. He thinks Yikes. about it for a second. Um, let me pull up a stat block real quick. 
because there's a piece of intuition that he may or may not come to. Okay. Um, so he takes a second to think about what you were talking about, about doing a distraction and, and, and separating him from his bodyguards and this sort of thing. And he considers it and he ponders it for a while and he rolls a natural 19 on an intelligence check and he realizes, okay, well, typically these kinds of things happen blood summoning and magic and all this other stuff has always tradition like in in history has happened at in the in the center of the city of Zulgarov like there's a there's it's like a seat of power for this sort of thing and you said that he the the people were killed in the arena and he he sacrificed their blood and did what with it again yeah he's he's using the arena um, to get adventurers or even his own people killed to suck up their their blood to charge and power his his staff his crystal this blood crystal um, so he's not he's currently hanging out at the arena he's not in the center of the city right now uh, the center of the of the Garabashi city he's he's at the arena I don't know I mean depending on on I mean, my guess is, depending on how far this blood magic or this, this this rage has spread away from there, it's probably a good gauge as far as how charged his crystal is so far. So it's probably getting close where he's not going to be at, I don't think he's going to be in the arena for much longer. He's going to get everything he needs to do what he needs to do. So you would, rem- you would remember, because again, it's been a few weeks since we as the players sat down to talk about this. You are almost right in your description. He absorbs the blood into the blood crystal and then sent the magic out towards Zulgarub. So presuming that you would have explained that to Sly Garrett, he would say, okay, well, it seems like you could distract him pretty good by getting into the city and sabotaging whatever was going on that he was, I don't know if he's like pooling all that magic in one place to do the summoning or something, but if you messed with that, he would be very distracted, I would think. You're, you're talking about going into Zulgoro? That's insane? A little bit. It's no less insane than marching into the middle of a packed arena and deciding you're going to throw down with the boss of all the trolls that like him. Well, if all the trolls are at the arena, I guess the city would be a little vacant, wouldn't it? I think you could be right. I haven't been out that way to see it myself, but could be. All right. You got any uh, connections, or can you get me any uh, discounts over here at the fireworks shop? Um, fireworks are usually not all that expensive. If I remember from World of Warcraft, um, I don't know what they would cost in D anD D, but as Five the silver. yeah, as the DM, I get to just make it up as I go. Um, yeah, they're relatively inexpensive. Um, so I don't like, you know, you, you glance about and you look at some of the fireworks that are, some of them are just not for sale. Like they're like, nah, I, I, these are mine. I like these the best. Um, but a lot of them are, um, and there's like bottle rockets and there's small, like it's a lot of party flare and a lot of, um, 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 show really rather than, but if you have enough of it in one place, this whole place, like if you lit a match in here, it would be bad. Um, you can pick up for a gold piece, um, like a big bag of, you know, all kinds of different kinds of fireworks that if you were to shoot them at somebody would deal a small amount of fire damage. Um, you're not going to kill anything with one firework, but if the trick is to deal fire damage, um, you would be able to do that with 
anything. You know, you could if you wanted to spend a gold on it, you could add a bag of fireworks to your inventory. Would I be able to carry ten bags of fireworks? Are they talking a little bit too much? We have not been doing encumbrance or um, weight restrictions or anything like that. Um, but given the size of fireworks and how much you could think you could carry, um, I don't know that you'd be able to haul ten bags. Um, you could get like three or I would say you can get like three bags of fire, fireworks. All right, actually, so what I'll do, I'll... I, don't have, I don't have specifics on how many fireworks are in a firework bag, um, but you could get like, there's probably 10 or 20 fireworks in a bag of fireworks. Charges or something like that? Yeah. I wasn't sure if fireworks were ever going to be something that you were going to buy. I just wanted to put it in front of you and see uh, if they go for this, then we'll figure it out after the fact. But um, yeah, you could you could easily get. I'll buy I'll buy three bags. So three gold. Um, sure. And at least, if anything, then each one of us could carry one if they, if if Butch and Ari wanted wanted them. If not, I would have them. I'll hang on to them. So I'm going to remove three gold. Um, I'm just thinking distraction, or like you said, is is maybe some some minor fire damage just to just to stop healing. Yeah, um, I would say that probably the way a firework would work is that you would shoot it as an action. They would have to do probably a dex save in order to avoid it and if they fail their deck save they would take a small amount of fire damage and it wouldn't persist like it would just be you know how the alchemist fire persists um it wouldn't it wouldn't do that it would just explode they would potentially take damage and then you know you would move on from there okay i'm gonna put it in my notes that i have that um you're probably gonna what create a custom item yeah i'll do that i'm gonna put in my notes invent fireworks are you looking to do anything else in this space I'm good. Are you talking to focus? You're talking to focus. Never mind. Yeah, uh, a little bit, but she's typing a whole bag of notes. So, uh, so I uh, get off my butt, you know, shake off my feet, put my boots back on, and I, um, I'm feeling a bit restless. Like we had just been here, and I, I don't have any business to do here, and um, I, I start walking around and. Uh, I want to go to the uh, auction house. I love going there just to see what's up on the auction house. Okay. Uh, I might meet you there then. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'll I'll, I'll meet up with you and uh, fill you in on the fireworks and what I heard about um, Jindo and <laughs> we're looking at it, uh, infiltrating Zulgura up here. Uh. Hey, nice to, nice to bump into you, stranger. I'm sorry, did you say Zolgarub? Th- I kind of like give a look around. I'm like, shh. Yeah. Um, they're all at the arena right now, and we wanted to get Jindo alone. That's the top you two friend that's... of mine. That's, that's, that's the place to hit him is where you remember where, where all the all the, the blood flying blood went to after he sucked it into his crystal. It went to the city. It went to the city. How do you know it went to the city? It's in that direction of from the arena. It headed off. It was heading. It went off into the distance, up into northern Stranglethorn, up in the northeast there, and that's that's where Zulgurub is, and that's where the seat, the the altar is, where Jindo in past iterations of his life uh, went and and summoned was trying to summon a car. Well. Uh, 
that's some crazy talk. You're talking about going that direction. Um, I thought the blood was just being scattered over Stranglethorn. But now we're talking about it going to a specific place. Oh, that's a really big... <laughs> that's more... The, the, that's, that's, a, that's a big bite you want to try to chew. You got this. That is such a big, 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 big thing that it's like staring at the sun. I can't even think about it right now. So, uh, in hopes that people are trying to offload stuff as they are leaving uh, Booty Bay, maybe I can do a little gambling with advantage because no one else is uh, buying. (laughs) I like that thought process. Um... Okay, well, all right. So let me think about this. If the idea is that they're evacuating and they're trying, then would people be buying things? Would people be more interested in buying things because they feel like if they need to leave the safety of of town, that they might need extra equipment? I'm thinking unloading stuff at discount prices to make it easier to move and get them gold to go buy food and things that they need provisions for quick use. Hmm. Okay. Where do my auction house rules go? I have what's listed on the auction house. I don't have the rules in front of me for some reason. Hmm. It's in the notes on... um... Yeah, I know it's in the Discord. But I thought I also had it in my notes here. Number of rules. No problem. I'm looking at roll 20. Oh, I put them in roll 20. That was the reason. Okay. Yeah, I guess I don't have them in my personal notes. I have them in roll 20. No problem. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you head to the auction house and you find that um, two of the items that are currently listed were listed the last time that you looked, um, which I think was only just yesterday, technically. Um, no, it would have been no two days ago. Yeah, because it was right before you left, and you spent a day dealing with all the stuff, three and then you ago. spent another day doing uh, the Gurbashi Arena. So today is day three. Okay. Yeah. You see that there are... The last time you were here, there were eight plus one arrows. Um, today, there's only five. So somebody picked up a couple of plus one arrows. You also find that same amulet that was there that um, seemed, first of all, pretty expensive um, and seemed like it would be primarily a big boost to your constitution. Um, You also see an item that you have seen on there previously but wasn't there the last time you looked, which was the javelin that turns into a lightning bolt when you throw it. And finally... You see an item that you've never seen before on there. It looks, it kind of looks like a big Flava Flav clock necklace. And it is, it, the, the, the auctioneer would describe it as being magical. Um, and it helps you to, when there's a chance that um, something may or may not go right, you can use this item to guarantee a specific outcome. Whether that outcome is good or bad, you know, would be determined by, you know, the DC or the armor class or whatever else that you're trying to do. But basically the way it would work is anytime that you would roll it, you have one, you could use it once per day. Um, and that when you use it, instead of rolling the dice, you take a 10 and add your whatever your modifiers are to it. Okay. And that is what is currently listed. That sounds like that would be pretty expensive. Um, 
let's look at my inventory. I figure, you know, I'm not a bank. I got money and maybe I should use it. All, all right, Mr. Auctionator, sir. I'd like to bid on, on, on that there, on that there clock necklace. All right. Clock necklace. Here we go. Uh, see. Flip, 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 flip. Okay. Got it. What are you looking to, uh, what, what's your bid? I want to bid a hut and, and I'll know by tomorrow, right? Oh yeah. If not yeah. earlier. Okay. I, I want to bid 150 gold. All right. Let's see here. 150 gold. Uh, okay. Um, got it. Okay, so I'll take your 150 gold now, please. Okay. Done. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll the D100. 83! All right. Nice roll. You watch as the goblin collects the bid and then smiles big at you and says, What else can we do for you today? I don't know, Falcus, you need any any more eras? That's what I was just kind of looking at, thinking about. I, I I did try to get the plus one arrows before, but I'm thinking at some point I might want to save up my money uh, and get myself some improved armor. The, was it, is it scale armor? The one that's right below that doesn't give you disadvantage, but still gives you the same armor class. I can't remember which one that was. Let's look at the player's handbook real quick. I think it was like 400 gold or 500 gold or something like that. It was pretty ridiculous, but I'd have to start saving. You can wear medium armor, right? I can wear... Yes. Light and medium. Okay. So you're probably asking about a breastplate. Um, That's actually what Butch is wearing right now? Yep. That would set your armor class to 16, and you would not incur any disadvantage on stealth. Would we say like 400 gold? I thought it was. The other thing, though, is because you do have a high dex, right? What's your dex? Plus four. Okay. Um, You could also get into a set of studded leather armor, and that would do the same thing. That was the one, I think, maybe. That was, it said to 16? 16, yeah. The reason that that happens is studded leather is 12 plus your dex. Breastplate is 14 plus your dex to a maximum of two. Because typically, the higher you go in armor style, the more likely you are to be running strength rather than dex, typically. So, I in my it seems that way to me. Uh, but if you're a, a dex-based class, you don't have a restriction on how much your dex affects your armor class if you're wearing light armor. Medium armor, there's a little bit of a restriction. Which doesn't tend to matter very much for ca- classes like uh, barbarians, for example. Uh, because they're really more of a strength class anyways. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to buy it from the auction house. Um, I will stop by to Kiz. Uh, I have him here. Kiz Bluntstrike and uh, see what he's got for uh, a breastplate. I- I'll-, I'll walk with you, Falcus. Okay. Uh, so you can head over to Kiz Bluntstrike. Uh, let me pull up the the booty bay vendors. I have them here somewhere. I think a longbow is ridiculous, though. Ridiculous on price. Vendors and Booty Bay. Here it is. So, Kiz Blundstrike was the guy who uh, hired you to do the 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 pirate weapon job. He's a weapons vendor. He's not an armor vendor. 
Um, but when you walk in there and realize your mistake, you do look around and see, oh yeah, actually no, but there are weapons here. Now, he, he's the guy that helped us when we came back, that, that already called with the horn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he is well aware of <laughs> who we are. Oh, and was he the same one, or at least he had a friend that would prepare our armor for us as well? Uh, the armor vendor was uh, Good Stitch. He's upstairs in the medium armor, uh, in the medium armor hut. Um, but as you go over, you walk over to um, to his blunt strike. Think like having made that mistake, and you look around, and you do see that he does have longbows for sale. The sticker price on a longbow is fifty gold. That's it. I thought it was worse than that. But then again, we cleaned Ooh. the house. You first entered Booty Bay with like six gold in your pocket, so. That is true. Um, you said 40? I said 50. 50. Uh, I say 40. Roll a persuasion check with advantage, considering your relationship with uh, with this character. You said uh, persuasion? Persuasion with advantage. An 18 and a 19, so the 19 sticks with the advantage. Yeah, I would say that a 19 is probably going to be enough. Um, he looks at you and says, well, I mean, considering that I wouldn't have any weapons at all to sell if I hadn't had a conversation with you a couple weeks ago, I'd say, yeah, we can do this for 40. Go ahead and deduct 40 gold and add one uh, regular longbow. Kick butt. Now, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Kiz, I, I couldn't help but notice everyone running around all, all willy-nilly. Looks like people are bugging out. Uh, <laughs> that... <laughs> Well, that joke would be funny to you if you understood what we saw up there. But um, so, so I take it people have heard what, what's going on up north. What, what, what are you thinking about doing? I'm staying right here. We, we've, we, what, we, what's going to happen again? Is it going to be another cataclysm? Come on now, we survived the last one. I think we'll be all right. If you want to listen, if you want to bug out, then that's fine. But I'm, I did a awful lot to get this business. Excuse me. I did an awful lot to get this business back on track after what happened with the pirates and everything, so I'm staying right here. I respect that. I respect that. But here's what's going on. Um, we went up there, and uh, <laughs> we 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 kicked kicked some booty. <laughs> and, all right. And the no, that was the, a good one. I like that one. Ger- Gerbashi rain- Arena, and um, you know we 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 won, and uh, Falk has got something that's not all that useful to him, but that but it's still pretty cool. Oh yeah, what'd you get? See, I thought you was really more of a bows and arrows type. Did you get a cool bow and arrow? Unfortunately, no. That was that was the prize before us, but I did get this, and I'll pull out the axe of uh, bloodthirst. Okay. Bloodlust, the battle axe of bloodlust. So, perfectly innocently, absolutely no threatening moves whatsoever, he reaches out for it to, like, take a closer look at it, because he's interested. And this feeling of, get the heck away from my weapon, suddenly overwhelms you, and you pull it back out of his reach. Focus, what the heck? Uh, I, I, I don't know, I... I... I, oh, I did attune to this. This thing's got attunement to it. Like I, I sat there and 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 held it that that night. There, it doesn't. 
I can't. I, it doesn't. I can't let it go right now. I, I don't know. I, I can't. It's it's mine. Ah, it's a weird, strange feeling. I, 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 you can look at it, but you can't touch. Well, I was only gonna look at it. That's kind of weird, Falcus. It's not like me. I'm sorry, but that's it, it, just this thing's got some kind of hold on me. You show it to him. And as you get it close to him so that he can see it, your grip on it tightens because you are very sure that he is not taking this from you. And he looks at it and he goes, well, I mean, it looks really sharp. It looks like you'd hit somebody really hard with this. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a battle axe. What's got y'all worked up? Troll Bojo, bad troll Juju. I mean, it's, it came from them, so I can only think about something. I don't know, curse it? You uh, might want to get this looked at by somebody who's got a keen eye for that kind of thing. Because all I do is sell them. Like, I don't know, if you bring me something like Bananas Magics, like, I'm not a wizard. I don't know nothing about that kind of stuff. Uh, but if you, uh, if you, if you're acting weird about it in a way that you can't explain, I have seen that kind of thing happen before. I suggest you uh, you get it looked at by somebody who would know such uh, about stuff like that. Yeah, I suggest that too when I give Falgus the side eye because we're clearly talking to an ally here. Not an ally, but someone who knows us and like, I don't know kids that well, but like, this is, I... From a reputational standpoint, you'd send somewhere between friendly and honored with this character, I would say. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> But Bush feels a little, uh, uh, get, get, gets a little willy nillies from seeing um, Falk's you know, golem face. I'm like, oh, my precious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. like that. Okay, that 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 ain't right. So, um, I uh, kind of changed the subject while keeping a side eye on Falk's. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, Mister. Uh, Mr. Kiz, uh, so, so we we understand what it's gonna take to to end this. And believe it or not, there's this there's this big red crystal that ultimately is causing all this stuff, and we need. I reckon we need to smash it. So, well, all these people are going away. We're trying to go right back in there, and I don't know. I don't know why, but we're. I don't know why, but we're trying to save Stranglethorn Vale. <laughs> Can you believe it? Um, so, if you have heard anything or can offer any assistance whatsoever, I would I would be obliged. Uh, let me flip through and see if there's anything specific that this character would know that I could share with you, because you you make a good case you're like listen i'm trying to save your city and the the zone that it sits in um so i would say that he goes well i, I don't know nothing about you know like this and you can take that back son like i don't need you to keep waving it at me you're starting to look a little golemy in your face there uh <laughs> but there's a uh, there's a lumber mill up in the middle of northern stranglethorn that has a whole bunch of goblins working at it um I'm in tight with a couple of them there. Uh, asked for Rezik. Um, you'll know, like he'll, he'll like tell him, tell him I sent you, and he'll he'll 
chat with you about anything. Um, because they're like that that encampment, that lumber mill is like right in the middle of Gromgol and Zulgarub and the Gurubashi Arena. So if anybody would have seen anything, it would have been the people who spend all day at that crossroads. One of them crossroads called? Uh, it's the Venture Co. Base Camp. Lumber Mill. Venture Co. Base Camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dead center in the center of um, the Northern Stranglethorn map. I see it. So you've got the Zulgarub raid on the far right. In the middle of Northern Stranglethorn, you've got Venture Co. Base Camp. And then if you go to the south, you get to the swirly pools, whirlpool right. kind of thing. Go a little bit more south. I need two maps up here. And then you're looking at um, the Garibashi Arena. Right. We're just going back and forth and back and forth. Okay. Hey, this is World of Warcraft. <laughs> Can't you just give me all the freaking quests at once so I can finish them in the same area and then come back? No. Not going to happen. All right. So, uh, Falkus, since since you're the one who uh, is all crazy, why don't you write down that name? And, uh, hey. Kizik, I, I, right? Kizik? Uh, which name? The name of the contact at the at the Venture Co. Camp? Yes. yes. Rezik. Rezik. R-E-Z-Z-I-K. Got it. All right. So, well, well, I appreciate it, and I start walking out the door, and I kind of tug on Falkus's um, elbow. And uh, I'll thank him, but on the way out the door, I'm giving him that look of, like, you're going to take my axe. You were going to take it. Falkus, as, as the door shuts, you need to cool your heels. I don't know what's happening. Dude, this axe has just got its claws in me. Holy crap. Well, either you need to throw that in the sea or or, or figure something out because we, we can't go on like this. The idea of throwing that into the sea is disgusting to you. After that, that mention, I'm going to give you like a spack. And I'm like, how could you ever say that? I could never throw this what thing into the, the sea. This was supposed to be an aw- a reward. And it seems to me like you were the reward. Friggin' trolls. Ugh, I hate trolls now. Hate him so much. Ugh. Okay, well, okay. Let's let's get a hold of Ari. If we're heading back up there, then we are going to need some supplies. We oh, need to talk uh, to here. more people. What's that? I'll, I'll hand over a bag of fireworks. Uh, need some firepower? I mean, I can okay. hang on to them if you want, but no, um, no, no, no. I'll carry carry my own. Thank you. This will be, um, I mean, we can use utilize these for distractions. There's enough in here for that. Or we can definitely use it. Um, it's got enough fire power to at least cause a momentary lapse of troll healing. So definitely worthwhile to hang out to. I think these guys, uh, these bags have uh, a handful of charges to them. So we got some options here. Oh, 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 okay. That... So you just found a fancy way to set stuff on fire. I, that's okay. And I doubtfully put them into my rucksack. <laughs> right. And, um, okay, th- th- this is nice, but this ain't vials of acid and spells of fire. 
we we done used everything we had on that on, on that troll. It didn't save nothing for the trolls. Daddy. Yeah, I should go find uh, Ari and catch up with that uh, alchemist to see if we can't pick up a couple more alchemist fires or... Uh, Didn't you just pass in there? No, actually, um, I split off from her. I went and uh, that's where I found out all the information about uh, Zul Grove. I went to Sly Garrett. Um, she was up at the... She headed up to the uh, alchemist. We should probably uh, check in with her and see what she found out with them. All right. Let's head up there then. Back in Booty Bay to resupply, our heroes touch base with some trusted allies and friendly faces while they wait for more potions. Thankfully, the weapons vendor helped the party find out that there might be something fishy going on with Falcus's new axe. But what could it be? And how will they deal with it? We'll have to wait until next week to find out when we queue up for some more heroic dungeons. And dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.